Hey everybody, welcome back. It's California Kitchens. I'm back with another podcast on my Gemini life. And uh, believe it or not, I am not in my car. (laughs) I'm sitting on the couch in my living room, listening to some nice chill music. It's just getting dark outside. And I just thought I would hop on and um, chitty chat just a little. And uh, I know I just podcasted yesterday, the day before, about New Year's resolutions, but just thinking a lot about 2020 and <clears throat> what this year has in store for or me. Maybe just maybe I'll make this just about me, um, because last year was tough as nails, and you know I'm thinking about it. I should be like a complete nervous wreck right now. Like I should have had a complete meltdown by now (laughs) because I think most other people would have by now. Last year, I lost my job of 20 years in March. Um, and I wasn't even upset about it. It was, it came as a surprise, kind of, sort of, but, um, it was one of those blessings in disguise. And I just was like, okay, universe, like what next? And I kind of went back and forth with, you know, should I find a new job right away? Which I kind of wanted to. I had a little bit of money, so I was okay. Um, I was actually okay until like January of this year. Financially, I had some um, backup funds. Um But I was like, well, if I go find a job right away, that's better, right? So I just started applying. I I think I applied for 23 jobs. Nothing came through because, you know, and my background is in HR. And as an an HR person, I see this. I mean, I'm walking in having 20 years of experience. I'm going to cost you a lot more than someone with less experience, right? And... uh, I didn't get hired. I finally got a job in September that lasted a very short period of time. And that was like, I escaped by the skin of my teeth because it was a very uh, toxic situation uh, at that place. Um, I was like, whoa, Um, had no idea, had no idea it was, it was that bad. So thank God I got out of there. And then it was like, you know what? Maybe the message is, uh, this is not the format for my life anymore, right? Maybe, uh, maybe that nine to five is not where I'm supposed to be right now. And I think in a way the, maybe the universe just responded because I remember for two or three years at work, I was always like, yeah, I'm just, you know, a few more years, I'm going to retire. I'm going to move to Florida, sell my house, blah, blah, blah. And maybe the universe finally responded and said, Hey man, you've been wanting to get out of here. (laughs) Don't let the door hit you in the ass. Right. So here I am. And I decided that I would wait till after the holidays to figure out what I'm doing. So I have an interview this coming Monday, uh, for a state job. And if it comes through, fine because then I will go back to the grind and my big focus is going to be uh, paying down debts 
and um, working a couple more years and lining things up at my house so I can sell my house. And once I can start, you know, collecting Social Security or whatever, then I'll be done. Um, However, if that doesn't happen, then it's just accelerating the process and I'll just have to, you know, I'm off work, so I will just box everything up that I want, get rid of anything that I don't, and uh, put my house on the market. I don't know how long it will take to sell, but it'll just um, speed up the process a little. And you know, this is I've, I've done this before. Um, you know, I've moved five or six times in my lifetime, and I'm not the kind of person for some reason that gets hysterical over something. Like I think I've, I've been, I've had a little bit of anxiety and I think I probably have some repressed anxiety. I'm not acknowledging, but I'm like, what the hell can you do about it? Like what, what difference would it make if I had a meltdown right now over this whole situation? It's not, it's not going to change it. So I just have to think very logically and strategically about it and just move on to the next thing. Right, I'm friggin' invincible. I've I come out on top of everything that's ever happened to me, and this is this will be no exception. So, you know, this is how 2020 is starting, and I'm not alone because I know there's 12 other people where I was working that are in similar positions now because they either left of their own volition or were were asked to leave, um, which is kind of wild. But hey, it happens all over all over the place every single day all the time and so your response to things uh you know you really have to have your mind in the right place for this um because I think a person of lesser constitution would have probably given up (laughs) I don't know and so I think I have a really good mindset about this whole thing I don't know it's just like what can I do so you just thank God, you know, I have a house I can sell. Hopefully it will sell. And um, if I sell my house and pay everything off, I'll be completely out of debt and I'll still have some money. So yay for me, right? I, I'm lucky th- that I have a house. So I have a little bit of equity and collateral and I'm not, haven't been renting this whole time and don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, right? So at least I have some um, assets or whatever. So yeah, 2019, it was, uh, that was like the highlight. That was the big thing that happened in 2019 and um, made a great friendship. And I think that really got me through a lot. Um, I don't know, honestly, I don't know what I would have done without you know, my friend. So that was really great. And, um, 2020, it'll be, what's the next adventure? You know, what's, what's the next challenge going to be? And, um, every morning is a blank page just to write on and start over. So, you know, and I'm not going to say I don't get depressed because I do, but, um, that's been going on ever since I was a teenager. You know, I, I'm one of those people that gets that seasonal affective disorder. So in the winter, um, when it's dismal and dark early and not sunny, or you have a few days in a row of cloud or it's, uh, rainy or whatever, I give myself three days 
I'm feeling like crap, and then I'm like, all right, you know, I got to get up and get my shit together. Turn the outside light on. So, um, you know, I'm not saying that doesn't happen to me, but you got to create healthy boundaries for yourself and, and realize there's, there's always something to be grateful and thankful for. And there's always, it could always be worse. And there's always someone in a much worse situation than you're in. So you just got to remain as positive as possible. And I know my son's like, oh, mom, you don't always practice what you preach. And I admit that I don't. Some days it's easier to practice what you preach than others, right? Yeah, we all go through it. And then there's some other things going on. You know, there's some crap um, astrologically. I'm not an astrologer. I do read tarot cards. And they're related to some degree. But there's some astrological things happening in the constellation of Gemini right now that haven't happened. Like the planets, everything hasn't been aligned the way it is right now for 500 years. So to some degree... There's, you know, cycles and history repeats itself to some degree. Um, So, you know, 2020 will be full of challenges and opportunities and achievements and ups and downs, just like every other year. Um, I guess you go in just being receptive to whatever happens knowing that you're going to be able to overcome it and that the resources that you need are always going to be there. Like who thought that there was, you know, all this freaking trillions of billions of dollars floating around, right? Don't you go around thinking, Oh my gosh, I don't have enough money or I'll never have enough money or, you know, I'm never going to be able to save enough money to buy a car or this or that or the other. Well, guess what? Where did all that money came from, come from that Jeff Bezos has, right? He's like the richest man on the planet. It didn't just like, materialize it's it's there the the money is always going to be there you just have to find a way to tap into it and bring that into your existence uh i don't know how he got started i never i just know that i he's like the richest man on the planet right now or something but i don't know did his parents have money did he was he born with a silver spoon in his mouth or was he like, did he have a mop and a bucket in the back of his car? I have no freaking idea. I, I don't profess to know, but I do know that, you know, there's more millionaires and billionaires on the planet now than there ever have been. So I think that, you know, for me, for the money I need or the things that I need to happen, it's, it's, it's possible. Um, and there's some other stuff going on astrologically too, on a global level. Um, so, you know, you could check out Cafe Astrology. Um, there's a couple of other astrologers too. I would recommend Michelle Knight, M, uh, with Michelle with one L, K-N-I-G-H-T, and also um, Braca Goldsmith. She's an astrologer. I think she lives in Greece, but they can be found on YouTube. And, um, you know, there's... There's things that are going on now from an astrological standpoint that haven't happened since World War I began and since World War II ended. 
Um, and it was very interesting because what happened right at, um, like New Year's Day or whatever, wasn't this whole thing that they're saying Trump's Benghazi or this won't be another Benghazi or whatever. I mean, it's not uncommon during these cycles that there's civil unrest or unrest globally, um, societies turn upside down, economies change, um, you know, countries go to war with one another. And this is, this is not brand new. This has been going on on the planet forever. And it's just really kind of interesting when you start looking at it from an astrological standpoint that, um, there are these patterns and that, well, predictions, if you want to call them that, right? If you're into the whole woo-woo stuff. It's kind of interesting, though. And I mean, if you go back in the day, like the pharaohs and all that other stuff, you know, they had people who foretold things. They had people they believed in, sh- shamans and magi and uh, seers and people who interpreted dreams, etc., Um, so maybe we shouldn't be surprised that there's been such an awakening on the planet to more spiritual concepts and, uh, different ways of spirituality and, um, you know, more, more people walking away from traditional religious formats. Um, it's very interesting. So... Anyway, I, these are just some things that I was thinking about, and I thought I wanted to hop on here and just chitty chat. And uh, maybe you're riding in your car and you needed some company, or you're just sitting there, or maybe you're thinking the same thing. I mean, you know, um, we're moving from one dimension to another. You know, look at all the stuff that's going on with CERN and quantum mechanics and the quantum field, and people are becoming more, more, um, well, I guess people are, they're calling it waking, you know, waking up or an awakening or whatever. And I mean, they talk, they sang about this in the sixties and seventies, right? The, the age of Aquarius and, you know, the whole concept that our, our solar system is in the universe and everything is just hurtling through space. So, you know, are we going through the fifth dimension right now? Are we passing through another dimension? And those on the planet that are tuned into that are going to be fine because they're going to understand this and be able to cope and the others who can't just look at it all as chaos and that something's happening which is directed towards them aren't going to be able to uh, to deal or to hang. So just kind of have to be open to some things. Um, I recently had a Reiki session. Uh, Reiki, I'm not sure if you're familiar with that. You can Google it, R-E-I-K-I. And I had a pretty good understanding of what it was, but I'd never experienced it before. And um, I went with my sister-in-law over the Christmas holiday uh, to a salt cave in New York. And they had a Reiki master there. And she performed Reiki on those of us that were in the salt cave. And uh, it was just really fascinating. I felt... Oh, very anxious. I had a lot of, I felt pressure on my chest, on my head. Both my arms fell asleep. Um, 
but I went into it knowing that you can have different reactions to that. You know, you might be feeling different sensations and this is all the universal energy coming through your body and realigning things and balancing things out and just to try to move through it. So as anxious as I was, like I couldn't keep my legs still. I was just like, I'm one of those people anyway, if I'm waiting or sometimes if I get a little bit of anxiety, I'm a foot tapper. And um, so that was going on. And I looked over and my sister-in-law, she was completely chill. She was just like, I don't know, asleep or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, am I going to be okay? Because especially when both arms fall asleep and you're reclining in a chair, um, I have a lot of arthritis in my neck and everything. I was like, oh my God, I hope I don't have a seizure or something. <laughs> and just as I was about to feel like I can't take this another moment, uh, the lady was done and the time was up. I mean, 45 minutes had passed. It seemed like we were in there for five minutes. And the minute the door opened and I saw the sunlight and I got out there and I was vertical again and I walked around a little, I felt like I could run a marathon. I had had a pain in my neck that was gone. I had so much mental clarity uh, that I hadn't had in a long time. And I had been sick. I had a really bad cold like the week before the holidays. And I was getting better. But um, it was just really remarkable how good I felt. And so I went off and did my thing. My sister-in-law went back home. And when I got home later that evening, she and I were talking about our experience. And she said she just felt like tingling all over her body and kind of like saw some colors in her mind and but she went home and she like did all kinds of laundry and cleaned her house and baked two pies and blah, blah, blah. And I had gone Christmas shopping. I went for a walk on the beach. I um, went out to dinner. I watched a football game. Like I had energy to spare. It was like so freaky. And so now I'm back home and I'm thinking I would love to have another Reiki session because I felt so good. And I was at the acupuncturist today and I was asking her if she could recommend um, anyone to do Reiki around here. And she knew of some places, but she couldn't recommend them because um, she, you know, she didn't have a good experience there. And I I trust her implicitly Um, as my acupuncturist. She's she's done incredible things for, you know, acupuncture has done incredible things for me. so I trust her judgment. But anyway, that's something you might want to check out, you know, full disclosure. I mean, look into Reiki, look into Reiki practitioners. The one that my sister-in-law and I went to was a Reiki master. She was certified. And um, it's basically drawing energies from the universe to help balance out your meridians and stuff like that. And uh, it totally worked for me. I would go back again. I would go once a month. If I had my druthers, if I could find a good practitioner. So, yeah, so, you know, I know I, I uploaded the other day and I talked about New Year's resolutions and how it's probably not a good idea to make them uh, that you are enough, but be nice to it yourself. So I think that, um, again, I'm, I'm going to say that again, reiterate that, you know, be good to yourself. Take it easy. Uh, take it easy around this new, new moon, full moon lunar eclipse coming up in um January 10th, 11th in uh, the sign of cancer. It's 
deals with emotions and you might fly off the handle. You might get pissed off. You might be really moody and not understand why. You might be really emotional and not understand why. Like little things could make you cry, you know. Um, pay attention. Because <laughs> if you see that happening, don't discount it. You know what I'm saying? We're, our body is like, what, 80 or 85% water. We're affected by the moon and the tides. Ask anyone who works at a police station or with in a hospital or whatever, the full moon affects people. What's going on astrologically affects you, whether you want to believe it or not. So just be aware, you know, learn, learn might not affect you at all, but the majority of people will probably experience something and it happens. It can also happen uh, a week leading up to and a week after the full moon. But this one, particularly since it has an eclipse going on at the same time is it's not common. Um, also, I don't know, I think last year, uh, um, cancer, the constellation of cancer got missed for a full moon or an eclipse, one of the two. I read something about that. I don't remember specifically. So this one will be particularly potent. Anyway, I'm going to cut it there. It's a little bit after 21 minutes. So um, <sighs> thanks for listening. Hope you found it entertaining or educational in some way. Um, maybe, you know, it made you feel a little less alone on this journey because we all go through stuff and um, some are a little bit more apt to want to articulate what's happening or talk about it. And I am. I mean, I just, um, it's good for me to get it off my chest, you know, it's especially if it's something that I'm anxious, I do get anxious about because just talking about it. Um, reduces the anxiety because it's almost like you're releasing it, right? So anyway, take it easy. Be cognizant of this full moon, lunar eclipse in Cancer, uh, January 10th slash 11th, 2020. Uh, I hope it bodes well for you guys and I'll be catching up with you again soon. Peace out. Ciao.